Zan Fiskum, a singer and songwriter from Maple Valley, Washington, who made her national debut on NBC's The Voice season 18, which aired in 2020, and made it as a top nine finalist on the show. We all have something inside of us that um, we're gifted to do, and I and I think it's um, almost like a duty to respond to that. voice is haunting and beautiful. After the national TV spotlight, she went on to perform with major names, including John Legend and Dave Matthews. So all that sounds pretty glamorous, right? Well, it hasn't been that easy during the pandemic, even with her success. Performing artists have had a really tough time. Overall, the pandemic has been a mental challenge. It's been interesting to see every artist I've really talked to has just felt uninspired and really been struggling because I think just life and relationships and experiencing the world is um, such a big inspiration for your art and craft. And so I think um, it, yes, it does take resilience, but I think a lot of artists have really been in survival mode. Zan talks to me about the ups and downs in the music industry, particularly in Seattle, where live music venue turnout can be difficult to predict. And if you're loving her vibe and voice already, stick around throughout the episode for some of her music. And as always, there are links in our show notes. Zan, thanks for being a part of the podcast. Yes, thanks so much for having me. So as you know, my podcast is called Mindful Headlines, and I just want to dive in a little deeper into some of the headlines that we've covered throughout the pandemic, especially And one of the big storylines has been arts and entertainment. We've really seen them take a big hit. And you were on the air on King 5 News not too long ago, talking to one of my colleagues about being a performing artist during this time. So we're recording this at the start of February. I want to ask you to give us a moment in time. What are things like right now? Uh, Right now, I'm, I, (laughs) it's hard to say. I think people are, um, sort of speculating that things will happen again in the future. I still have no like shows currently happening, but there's like plans in place to make stuff happen, but it's really hard to book just without, you know, for sure knowing what's going to happen with all of COVID. So as of right now, I'm just pretty much songwriting at home all the time and doing what I can from home to work and make money. Um, So yeah, there's a little light at the end of the tunnel, it seems like. Okay. And talk to me about your journey and, you know, where you are with your career at this point. Yeah. So the voice was a really big turning point for me. I grew up in musical theater and doing music. I was songwriting from a really young age Um, And then was playing synth in a band. And I had all of these, um, I had this deep love for performing and writing um, that I really wasn't pursuing. And I went to a Lennon Stella concert with my friend and um, she turns to me and was like, you realize you could do this, right? Wow. And it was just a perfect moment because I was just like pining after what I was viewing on the stage. And it just kind of a light switch 
went off in me and I was like, I'm just going to go for it. And, um, I sent in an audition tape to the voice not long after not expecting a thing to happen (laughs) and ended up being in the top nine and ended up performing with John legend on his tour and doing stuff with Dave Matthews and, you know, getting to be on all of these different TV shows and whatever. And so, yeah, it, it was unexpected that things took off so quickly in all of that. And it's, you know, it's been really exciting and rewarding. And um, on the flip end of that, it's been really interesting to try to navigate a music career in the middle of COVID because that's pretty much when I started. And you were on The Voice just a few years ago. It's been pretty mm -hmm. recent. Yeah. So the beginning of The Voice, I was in LA doing all of that stuff. And then the second half, the pandemic started. I actually was in LA when I heard about the first case of COVID and was like, what, like, what is that? I don't, I don't understand, <laughs> you know? And um, so we finished the season at home and then, yeah, I just started my music career, you know, in the midst of COVID and it's been, I have a manager and it's been interesting to, you know, kind of work with him. And he's had to remind me of like, the industry is not normal right now. And I'm, you know, I have to try to get that into my head just because of the condition of the world. Well, no matter the time that we're in, I can understand why your friend said something to you because you have a beautiful voice. I've been listening to your music in preparation for this podcast. And really you do deserve everything that's coming your way. So um, it's exciting to see. Yeah. Rising star in Western Washington. I think that's pretty cool. Um, But I know it must be really tough, like you said, to navigate not only somewhat of a new industry for you personally, but also the fact that this live venues are non-existent at this point. And then all the ups and downs of the pandemic, because I'm thinking back, like you said, when we first heard about that first case here in Western Washington, it was like, no one really knew what to expect. No one thought that we would all be quarantining in our homes and there would be no toilet paper on the shelves. It was just kind of mind boggling. Um, So take me through the journey there because um, we have kind of gone from really restrictive to a little bit more open, right? Last summer, it felt like, okay, we're finally getting back to normal. Then we had this Omicron wave that we're still in right now. Right. And how has that, you know, um, paralleled your career or your, your ability to play music? (laughs) So yeah, my, my career has followed. It's been up and down and all over the place. I last summer was performing a bunch just because things were way more open and you could do things outside. And that was so much fun and really cool. And um, then through like surge of, of different variants coming up, it depends like, you know, we've tried doing shows. There's like a 30% no show rate um, right now for venues in Seattle. That's pretty high, right? It's pretty high. Yeah. For, for um, tickets that have already been purchased. Seattle is typically a uh, walk up type city. So you, rather than selling more pre-sale tickets, you get most of your people walking up to the show. Well, not right now. (laughs) So it's been interesting when, you know, trying to pull off shows in the middle of all of this craziness, you really have no idea of what number of people are going to actually show up because you may have, you know, a certain amount of tickets sold, but what that doesn't mean anything really. I've ridden the wave of whatever gone have had had to go back into just doing live streams and 
then, oh, it's, it's go time. You know, I was just out in New York and Connecticut doing shows out there. So it's, it's really been all over the place. What have you done in the meantime to support yourself when you have had a lull in the ability to perform or are you just trying to get through the whole pandemic wave? Yeah, I've, I've tried to be creative. Um, my stability, I would say, is my Patreon account. And so I basically create content for subscribers um, and they can choose different tier levels. Um, and that is a big security for me uh, monthly. And then I, you know, teach voice lessons. Um, I've even taken up nannying. I've done whatever I need to do. I'm songwriting for different artists right now. So just kind of throw it at me and I'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's obviously some resiliency that you have to have just to be an artist to begin with. Right. Mm -hmm. And has that strengthened during the pandemic or would you say it's been a mental challenge? I would say um, overall, the pandemic has been a mental challenge for artists in general. There was so much pressure to like create. You have so much time to yourself, just create like crazy. And it's been interesting to see every artist I've really talked to has just felt uninspired and really been struggling because I think just life and relationships and experiencing the world is um, such a big inspiration for your art and craft. And so I think um, it, yes, it does take resilience, but I think a lot of artists have really been in survival mode during COVID. And how do you feel about yourself? Do you feel like you're right now just in survival mode? And are there any things that you're doing in order to maintain a level of mental well-being? Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I have been in survival mode throughout this pandemic. I'm not right now just because um, I've learned how to adapt now when everything gets shut down. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a new plan. I'm going to work hard. Like, you know, I I figured out a way to have those goals and have that drive still. I'm a big, like, um, just supporter for not making like work, the everything that you do in your life. So I love to enjoy nature and I love to touch base with my friends. And I talk to my counselor every week. And I think that having some sense of slowness in your everyday life is important. I like to um, cook myself really yummy, healthy meals. And I find that that's just like a very grounding practice that helps me be present Okay, let's take a quick pause from the conversation and listen to some of Zan's album, Sleeping Problems. This song is called You Are the Light. And for those of you in Seattle, here's a fun fact. It debuted at New Year's at the Needle 2021. Oh, I know it is. Oh, I know it is. You are the light. You are the light. You are the light. You are the light. You are the 
wanted to get your take on this. I was reflecting and I was thinking there's been so many people that have really thrived in the online virtual pandemic world because they have been afforded more flexibility. And we've seen a lot of industries that have done really well. But as a performing artist in particular, you are reliant on people getting out of their homes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's this kind of like dual thing where I'm sure you probably know a lot of people that have thrived in this environment. And then on the flip side of that, you're saying probably to yourself, like, but we need people to get out. We need them to be interacting with other people face to face, not virtually. Yeah. Well, and it's and it's tough right now just because you understand why people can't. But, uh, you know there is yeah such this need for connection and seeing the effect that the pandemic has had on um just society's mental health in general like people are struggling people want to feel like <laughs> that connectedness to other people so um yeah it's a strange time what do you feel like when you're doing a virtual performance it must be very different. I mean, you don't have mm-hmm. the immediate reactions from people. You might see them like clicking things on <laughs> uh, online, but it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. I have grown to really enjoy like Instagram lives and feel comfortable with like, it's more of an immediate um, interaction than like, I feel like YouTube is. Yeah, it's totally different. I also feel totally silly, like being in a house and then performing and, you know, everyone in this house is like, or she's just talking to her cell phone, (laughs) you know, Um, but it's fun. It's totally, I would say totally different from being in person with people, but I do think it's fun. And Instagram, I think it's done a really good job at like feeling like there is some level of connection there. Yeah. I hear you because I, I, I'm laughing as you say that because I've done a few Instagram lives here and there. And, you know, yeah. with TV, we're trying to engage with our viewers and every now and then I've had to do those things. And you really do find yourself like asking a question, but no one's responding. So you're filling time and you're kind of just like talking to yourself and people are walking by thinking you're a little bit crazy. And so I, I hear, I mean, I'm not actually playing music. So maybe that's even more awkward. But I know you I don't have it. like, oh, no one's responding. I'm just going to go into song here. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, so a couple more questions, just um, I'm sure people listening, you know, um, whether or not they're into um, music or not, maybe they know someone or maybe they even have like a kid who might be interested in um, a career in music. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you find like this, this time, like during the pandemic, like you still want to encourage people to get into like arts and entertainment? Um, Yeah, of course. I think like, I'm a big believer that like, we all have something inside of us that um, we're gifted to do. And I, and I think it's um, almost like a duty to respond to that. Um, and so if somebody feels that, then I'm like, go for it. Like it's, it's going to be hard, but go for it. (laughs) And what can everyone do to support performing artists during this time? Because we really don't know exactly how long the pandemic is going to last. Although we're hoping that, you know, things will ease up in the summer and the spring again, like we saw last year, maybe this will be more of a cyclical thing where we'll see more COVID cases in the winter, like other respiratory illnesses, but, you know, we'll get more 
normalized to things, who knows, right? right? But we also do have this level of uncertainty of like, who knows? So what can we do in general to support? Yeah. So, and supporting artists can change by the months (laughs) as, you know, as we're discussing right here, but I think, um, Right now, if you want to, um, there's lots of artists who do Patreon, and that's a huge support to artists right now, um, interacting with them online, buying their music. And when you can, um, you know, come to their shows. It was really cool after I did the King 5 interview. I had some people Venmo me, the, just total strangers. I had some people send me messages on Instagram And I was just like, so emotional, like people were like, keep going, you got this. And um, that was an incredible encouragement to me. I think it's interesting that, um, you know, in the beginning of the pandemic, we deemed some professions essential and others not. And I obviously work in news. So I was seeing all the headlines come in and as the years have gone on, I've thought back and we as a society have also been so reliant on movies, music, things that keep us happy and right. Like that, that is essential in in a certain way too, right. For our well-being. Um, And and I think that sometimes we, we label things without thinking about it so much, but I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Just to me, like, I know that I find a lot of happiness and like listening to music, watching my favorite TV show, reading a book, right? Like things that are created by artistic people and they help me right. in my life. I, we, we wouldn't be living our lives, truly living with, with all of that. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I think you know, art is incredibly integrated into the world and in people's lives. And it's something that people need and desire. And um, I love how art um, questions things that are happening in society and calls people to action. Um, But even just thinking about the fact that in your daily life, um, so many of us are attached to music Um, whether that's while you're cooking or if you play sports, like, you know, it hypes you up, you know, music has this incredible ability to connect us emotionally in some way to, you know, there's a huge range of things we can experience with that. But if we really think about it and we really look at it, it's like a need in people's lives. It's um, something that brings people joy and stability. And um, I think that about all art, but I, I especially think that about music. For whatever it's worth, from me, you have my encouragement to like keep going because you really do have a beautiful voice. And um, I'm hoping, at least from for my own personal sake, to one day see you perform live somewhere here in Western Washington. And on yes. that note, I was looking at your website. Um, are you performing in Vashon soon? I am on February 12th. Thank you, Zan, for being a part of the podcast. Yes, thanks for having me. This is great. Can I see who you are? Once again, that was performing artist Zan Fiscum. There are links to her website, The Voice Season 18, and her latest album in our show notes. 
I'm Jessica Janner Castro, and you've been listening to Mindful Headlines. My goal with each episode is to understand how our minds influence current events so we can better understand our world inside and out. Make sure to subscribe for more episodes and please share with your friends and family. I'll see you next time. Ba-ba-da-da-da.